0: So listeners, I'm your host Erica, the Queen of teens. Please tune in every
1: single
2: Tuesday. This
0: whole hour of Barbara routine athletes, Woo! Woo! and we're talking all athletes. Hello, everybody! Wow, had a little uh, nice little uptick last week, and I want to give some love to Frankfurt, Moscow, Brussels, Dublin, and Medellin. I think Medellin is the capital of Colombia. Go figure. Uh, it's funny when you're looking at this, I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, Dr. D, but uh, we've had more listeners last week in Moscow than we did Galita. What's up with that?
3: <laughs>
0: not kidding. <laughs> Probably not too politically uh, good to say that. But anyway... For the world out there, if uh, anybody would like a T-shirt, we've got lots of T-shirts. with are supporting uh, Stephanie Forrester's program, um, and we've got T-shirts to give out. So send me an email. As long as I have T-shirts, I'll be sending them out, SB at gmail.com. We've got a huge show today. We've got a full house. Let's get busy. Let's do some recaps, Santa Barbara High School. First up, Romy
4: Davies. Thank you, Erica, and hello everyone. This is Romy Davies, Santa Barbara High School senior, reporting back from Santa Barbara, California with this week's SV Don's Sports Recap. In volleyball news, the Santa Barbara girls volleyball team defeated two opponents on Friday and advanced to the semifinals of their Tournament of Champions. They started the tournament with a three-set victory over a much taller Newbury Park team. The Panthers had a player who was 6'5", and two others that stood around 6'2". In the quarterfinals, the Dons defeated Clovis North in three sets. The girls ended up losing to San Clemente in the semifinals, but still did an amazing job at the tournament. In football news, the boys didn't have any games this week, but they played Channel Islands this Friday at seven for a homecoming game, which I'm really excited for since our dance is the next day on the Saturday. Channel Islands has a winning streak of zero to six this year, while we have one of five to one, so I have a good idea for how this game will go. On Wednesday, the boys water polo team played Rio Mesa and beat them twelve to eleven. They play Sam Marcos at 3.15 on the 19th at our home turf, which will be a good game to watch as they are our rivals and up to our level. So I recommend come out to that game if you want to support. Our Pep Rally is going to be there getting everyone hyped up. That's it for this week's SB Dance Recap, and see you next time. Thank you, Romy. She's awesome. Senior, can't
0: wait. I've always say this. Where are you going? Where she's going to land, I don't know. But she's definitely going to be a blessing to any school uh, or any business that ventures that she becomes a part of. She's definitely a bright light. Next, class of 1967, San Marcos Royals, our own Ed Langlo.
5: Thanks, Erica. What's going on? Well, royal sports are going on. Say, does everyone know that there's a Royal High School, which down in Simi, and they're in the same league as the San Marcos Royals Girls Golf Team? And we reported on this a couple of weeks ago, Stella Ashamala medaled against Royal. So the Royals Girls Golf Team faced the Royal Girls Golf Team right out here at the Sandpiper. There's also another San Marcos High School in San Marcos, California, so if you go in search of San Marcos High School Sports, you might find yourself in the wrong county. (laughs) San Marcos Royals of Santa Barbara County faced off with Ventura last week at Larby Stadium. Ventura came out strong and tallied up 14-0 lead in the first quarter. Royals came back in the second quarter with a 90-yard charge to the end zone, where running back Andre McCullough carried the ball seven yards for a touchdown. Luke Sheffy's kick was good, making the score 14-7. Ventura upped the ante to 21-7, only to have McCullough come back after a long drive and score again. Then it was the Royals' turn again when Josh Engel fired a 20-yard pass to Adrian Alanis and a score. Again, Sheffy's kick went through the uprights, tying the score 21-21 in the fourth quarter. With two minutes left, the Cougars found the end zone one last time and ended the match 28-21. The Royals will battle the Chargers next Friday. In golf, Riley O'Brien earned medalist honors with a 41 at River Ridge Thursday. Evelina Erickson, Campbell Thayer, and Fia and Talia Cummings all played well. Coach Sarah Ashton said the girls were thinking through their shots on their way to a 215 to 307 Channel League win over Pacifica. On the 26th, the boys' beach volleyball team advanced to 5-0 in league play. Teams of Hanson Streeter, Jack Wilson, Kyle Foley, Cliff Picker got it done in a 2-1 win over Dos Pueblos. On Wednesday, the 28th, the boys' water polo team jumped to an 8-2 lead. Nick Prentice scored six goals and four steals. Luke Burns grabbed four on the way to defeating Ventura, 2014. On Friday, they faced Lucerna. Charlie Franzen and Jordan Lynn delivered a 12-11 lead in the fourth quarter. Nick Prentice scored four goals, while Aiden Klein added two more, but it wasn't enough as Lucerna prevailed 16-12. There's more ahead with Dr. Gene, Dr. Amy, Don Sanders, and Dominique Hackett with a Ooga Moment, all after college coach Raya Carpenter up next.
0: teen sports radio show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every
6: single Tuesday,
0: 9 a.m. I am Ryan
1: Carpenter. I'm a college counselor at Bishop High School and I'm also the owner of Balanced College Planning. If you need help with the college application process, you can find me at balancedcollegeplan.com. All right, so October is financial aid month. And so that's what we're gonna dig into today. Whether you're applying to a four-year university or if you're going to attend a two-year college or even trade school, I highly recommend that you complete the FAFSA, um, and that is available beginning October 1. So, FAFSA stands for Free Application for Federal Student Aid, and you can find the application at studentaid.gov. Be careful when you type in that email address um, to make sure that you have landed on a government web webpage, because you know there are scammers out there just waiting to collect that social security number. Mm. Uh, The application for FAFSA is open to U.S. citizens or eligible non-citizens, and the lower your combined family income, the more grant money that you're going to qualify for. So, grant money is essentially a scholarship. That means that it's free, and you don't have to pay it back. Everybody who qualifies to apply for the FAFSA um, regardless of income, assets, debt, and even a credit score is going to qualify for loans. So no matter what um, eligible folks who fill out the FAFSA on time and completely um, will be offered loans as, as a minimum. Let's see, what else do I want you to know? Uh, If you uh, are an undocumented student, you should not fill out the FAFSA. There's another application for you. It's called the California Dream Act, and that is available as well, beginning October 1. And this provides financial aid to undocumented residents of California, DACA recipients, U visa holders, and students under temporary protected status. So in addition to being bit, uh, eligible to receive grants under the California Dream Act, it also allows these students to receive in-state tuition at public colleges in California. So this is a huge opportunity. Um, that application you can find at dream.csac.ca.gov, Dream.csac. So again, the FAFSA and the DREAM Act open October 1 every year and the deadline to submit is March 2nd. Um, Of course, this is an application that you would fill out in 12th grade and you actually would fill it out every year that you're in college if you want to keep getting that money. A quick pro tip, if you own a house and you use it as your primary residence, you do not report the value of that home in your assets listed on the FAFSA. That's a big one. Um, So that is it for me today. After these messages, we're gonna have Huga with Dominique Hackett. But before that, any questions for me about financial aid?
0: Oh, look at this, Doctor Jean, who was doing a lot of rigorous writing. Okay, I noticed that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So it's either that or she was. I don't. don't, uh, That's
7: it. Okay. Hi, I'm curious, Raya, what you might say to? I work with a lot of young students who are struggling to, you know, manage a lot of things. Right, going to school. Some sometimes, uh, you know, young adults have young kids, and I think you know there's so many opportunities out there for grants and scholarships. Sometimes I run into issues where students, whether it's cultural reasons or there's pressure from their family, um, to say not to take not to apply for these financial yeah. supports. What, what do you say to them?
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I run into that as well. Um, so some, So for example, you might have a student who the student is a citizen, but the parent is not. And so they might be very nervous that if they fill out the FAFSA, that they're going to get in trouble, right? Um, but that the student is a citizen, and the student has the right to receive that funding if they qualify financially. Um, and so I would say a couple things. Number one, uh, reach out to a school counselor if you're, you know, in high school or, or even in college. Um, reach out to, you know, a trusted person on your school campus um, because there are advocates for you. Everywhere, right in in that setting, and so that can sometimes feel safe to connect with those people to say, um, you know, is, am I going to get in trouble? Am I doing the wrong thing? So, because again, if you're not um, a qualifying citizen or 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 um, eligible non-citizen and you do fill out the fafsa that is problematic for you so people should be careful right um and then there and then i would also look at cbo's you know community-based organizations um a lot of times these have you know um people who are culturally competent who are linguistic linguistically competent who can um Sit down with a family and say this is how this works. These are the parameters that you need to you know follow. And so in Santa Barbara, um, where you know we're recording from, um, we have two really great agencies for that. And so that would be CalSoap and then uh, Scholarship Foundation of Santa Barbara.
0: So those would be my. Rec- that's a really really good question. Thank you for asking that. That was a really good question, Dr. And, Jean. And you know, she's a psychologist, doctor. So when she asks your advice on how she's, that's big, right? I don't know if you know how big that is. She's actually like, getting some, she wants to learn from you. Yeah. And she <laughs> writes everything down that you say. It's just marvelous. Dominique.
6: Um, I just want to make a plug for all of our citizens who can help these DACA kids. I mean, it's so important. If you have an opportunity to write an affidavit that helps someone with their paperwork, please do so it's not difficult to do you just write down the facts of you interacting with that child and who you are and your information and then uh, an affidavit just means that you're swearing that you're telling the truth and everyone in our citizenship who can help support kids erica has has done this uh for docket uh for uh the dream kids it is so important and we're just so grateful to everyone supporting our kids to get the education that they deserve
0: it's wonderful anybody Don? you have any other questions anybody else have any other questions nope rye you got to stick around because we got Huga. oh i can't <laughs> wait yeah all right let's let's take a break it's erica queen of team we got Dominique Kackett after these messages Man, oh! And this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in. Every, every single Tuesday. Tuesday. 9
6: a.m. Hi, I'm Dominic Hackett with Santa Barbara Wellness Center, and I love to share a huga moment. A huga. Nice. <laughs> so, huga is a Scandinavian term, it's actually relatively recent, but it has to do with all the things that are comfy and cozy in our life that help us feel safe, build community, help us in learning and growing character and just living a good life. And so I love to tell stories that help develop our character. And um, I I call them Puga stories. So this story takes place in the countryside. There's a farmer and he has, he actually has a couple of horses, but he has one horse named Buddy, who's actually a blind horse. And a stranger comes along and he knocks on the farmer's door and he says, oh my gosh, I need your help. I have a VW bug and I wasn't watching what I was doing and it slipped off into the ditch and I need someone to help pull my bug out of the ditch. I I can see you have horses, could I, you know, borrow your help and, and a horse and let's Pull my bug out of the ditch. Now, if anyone's had a VW bug in the old days, this is from the old days, they were very light vehicles. I mean, literally four or five strong uh, college students could lift up a VW Bug and move it from one parking space to another.
3: So. Or to the roof of the college
8: auditorium. Yes, there are a lot <laughs> Or of to funny... the principal's office in your high school. Yes!
6: <laughs> <laughs> there are lots of funny VW Bug stories. Mm. So, um, the farmer thought, well, you know, uh, I'd be happy to help you out. I just, you know, I have to check out the situation because I don't want my horse to get hurt. So he goes into his... Uh, uh, into the barn and then he brings Buddy along with him and he walks over and he looks at the bug and like, yeah, we can do this. So he ties up a rope and he hooks Buddy to the rope and the farmer says, pull, Casey, pull. And the horse doesn't do anything. And then the farmer says, pull, Riley, pull. And the horse doesn't do anything, doesn't budge, doesn't do anything. Then the farmer says, pull, Mandy, pull. And the horse again. Doesn't do anything. And then the farmer says, pull, Buddy, pull. And the horse pulls the vehicle right out of the ditch. No problem. Now, the stranger was incredibly grateful. But he asked the farmer, well, why did you call the horse all these other names? And then finally call his name? I'm just curious. And the farmer said, well, Buddy's blind. And I had to make him feel like he had help pulling the car out of the ditch so that he, you know, would just get the job done.
0: Aww.
6: And the, the funny thing about the story is we're all social beings and even horses and animals. It, you know, we, we're we very social and it is easier to do things when you're in community. And so I found this story just very charming. It has a lot of elements to it that we could talk about. But that sense of doing something with others can a lot of times give us the courage, the strength, the, just the wherewithal to get something. Thing done, and that even applied to the horse. That's awesome. So that's my huga having to do with community and just encouraging people. I mean, we do need times to ourselves where we sort of refill our cup, but especially coming out of the lockdowns and COVID and everything, look, relook at your life and relook at your mixture of where you're doing things in community and see if you don't enjoy things better doing things with people.
0: And invite them. And invite them. And invite them. Mm-hmm. Don, Don's going to add something deep. I already know.
2: Yeah, you know, I was uh, thinking about Sesame Street is, has named its first character of color. And this little girl dreamed about this when she was young. And it has become a reality. And, you know, the, the values, they're always they're always professing there in Sesame Street are friendship, kindness, and inclusion. And I'm, I'm always walking a prayer each day of engagement because you never know when the opportunity to engage is going to happen. And it's it's great to be open to it instead of just busy with your own life and your own concerns. Because as someone mentioned, we're all social beings. We We've got to have this kind of interaction with people to keep growing and remaining elastic as people. Otherwise we'll get kind of tight and rigid and we won't be able to adapt. And as a human being, our greatest superpower is the ability to adapt.
3: Now I, I have a question. You said that Sesame street is introducing its first Muppet of color. Is that correct? Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching Sesame street since I was a little kid uh they have been using puppets and muppets of color from the very b- Oscar the Grouch was green, and uh, and Cookie Monster is blue. Big Bird's yellow, and Big Bird's yellow, and uh, little yeah, it's Elmo a, is it's red. A I know. It's a semantic thing. Know, but it's like <laughs> yeah, really? It's you people have thing. always been doing this. And I've loved yeah. it. But I, I I appreciate the the announcement that they're making. I think that's a wonderful thing. Not being critical by any means, just observing Giggling. That, yeah, giggling that uh, you guys are about what 30, 40 years too late with that announcement.
2: <laughs> uh. Well, I guess it was always inferred from your example, Doctor Dugan. Yeah. yeah. But but yes. But now but now it's uh, you know crossing the discussion lines to to the uh, the whole scope the whole yeah. scope. I think it's great. I think it's just fabulous.
0: I want I want to ask Raya Raya at Bishop because you know you have had closer closings and limited. Access to sporting events because we weren't allowed in the gyms. Um, I've gone to a couple of games. The attendance is exploding, especially the in-arrival. Um, and I know Bishop football it always packs the house. So do you see uh, kids still? Some kids still a little um, hesitant. Hesitant, or do you say or or the memory is forgotten and they're all because their kids are kids and they're all in one hundred percent.
1: Uh, I, I wouldn't say the memory is forgotten, but I mean, even in the thick of COVID, the kids were so thirsty to get back. We 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 were one of the first schools to be you know open, mm-hmm. so um, that it is a distant memory. But it's funny. Um, I'm so glad that um, we had this huga today, Dominique, because actually, as I was, you know, I'm I'm only at Bishop part time, and so I actually you know, just walked on campus um, right before this recording. And literally as I was um, walking on the campus, school's already in session for the day. I was like, oh, it just felt so good to be in a place where i i where i knew i had a team and i knew i you know we were all um unified in where we're headed and um it, it's it's so comforting um so
5: yeah it was well
0: it is, it is it's it is it's it is like your second home people who who are teachers and who have that in their dna who are we all so respect um it's it's it would be it's very i mean the nurturing that as a nurturer and then to get that back that's just great i mean and bishop is a very special place i will say definitely Mm -hmm. and uh we've got to hear from our dr amy Salzman we've missed her okay i'm not gonna lie and she knows she could just check her emails erica kept bugging is this the week is this the week is this week (laughs) So, Dr. Amy's been in Italy, that's okay, right. like, come back. Enough, like, come on, she's come back now, is. that's it. So, yeah, okay, I, I want to just get, you guys haven't met yet, <laughs> Dr. Jean, I needed to, I have to say his doctor, so thank God Dr. Jean fell out of the sky. So, Dr. Oh. Jean, meet Dr. Amy, and I had, did I not say like a week ago, what did I say? You're not going to remember, probably, because I say so many things. <laughs> You, look, she's looking at me stumped. Okay. I had a dream that you guys were working on a project together. And I was actually talking to both of you in my sleep. Like oh, yeah. Awesome. What are we working on? I don't know. But I just said. I just <laughs> did, I, did I not say that to you? Wait, yeah. Gosh. Dr. Jean, do you know what we're working on? No. You know what?
7: Uh, no, I'm not kidding. I had a dream yesterday that I was wrestling with a full Black Panther.
0: Wow, that says a lot, right there. <laughs> okay, mm. that's deep. That's medicine, and we have an MD doctor.
3: That's right. Okay. There you go. <laughs> Don't worry, Doctor Jean. We'll get you some help. It's that's okay. It. Got, You're fine. Oh, no,
0: it was. It was good. It was powerful. <laughs> it was like, whoa, what is this? Uh. Something's really present in my energy. That's so, a, that's a yeah. spirit
3: animal. Yeah, <laughs> black, black panther. panther, ooh, doggies. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so this good. this good
0: chatter. What
6: what magical stuff have you brought back with you, Doctor Amy, from Europe?
8: Um, what magical stuff have I brought back for me? With mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I think definitely the value of vacation, the value of a change of scenery. The value of loving company, the value of curiosity, the value of fun. And um, my Italian is somewhat better. <laughs>
0: That's nice. And you did launch, I see it all over Facebook and all of the uh, major. Um uh, social media outlets, your you want to talk about it? I actually listened to it, it was really good. You were on uh Oh uh, this-
8: yeah, so I I don't know how many have dropped yet, but I think I've done now nine total podcasts. I think I've only posted two so far, um on spot a spider for protecting athletes, students, uh, young people participating in community activities um, from abuse in those settings and what parents, the young people, and we as a society can do. But the last one that dropped was an interview with Ed Kalegi from The Weekend with Ed Kalegi, which apparently is in 75 radio markets across the country so
0: and we mm-hmm. partnered up with a judge and she was fascinous. oh yes
8: my, i now have my beloved friend judge rosemary aquilina and for people who don't know or don't remember she was the judge in the Nasser abuse case she is the woman who let all the athletes who wanted to so that's a hundred and 50-something out of like 500. Um, But anyone who wanted to was allowed to speak and tell their story and explain the harm that was done. And she gave everyone a voice. And she's been, um, I don't know if we already did gratitude, but I can do my gratitude right now. I'll be grateful for Rosemary. She has, um, since she learned about Spot a Spider, any time anyone wants to hear from her, even though she's um, still serving as a judge and she's an author and she's a grandma and she shows up to promote spot a spider because she believes in its purpose. Well, we
0: all, we all believe in it and it's a blessing that um, I can't even imagine everything you had to go through I think that is what we do. We were talking about um, life journeys before today's show and experiences that we had to go through to be able to produce what you produced. You you had to. It's a real build. light. It is really. It's. You know, you had to what get the crud, got the crud off your shoes, like Dominique says, right? <laughs> okay,
6: I, I know this saying as a young kid. If someone has crud, that means that they've they've walked the miles that gives them the uh, right to say what they're saying. They have had the
8: experiences. Yeah. Um, yeah, my favorite quote for the year, maybe the past two years, is. Um, someone who's walked through the fires of hell and comes back out carrying buckets of water for other people. And I definitely feel like that's been my experience. Yeah, Yeah. that's huge, really huge. Well, it's
0: going to help a lot of people. So we really appreciate everything. Um, Oh, yes, Don.
2: (laughs) It's a universal universal that we pretty much all have to undergo some kind of inner, inner transformation at some point in our life. Many people stubbornly resist it, and some people uh, don't get onto it early, but it's uh, it's necessary because we all carry we all carry things that aren't in line with who we are and where we need to be going, and find make us out of sync with others. So yeah, that's great work. You, everybody has to undergo an inner transformation.
0: Definitely, Doctor Jean.
7: Well, I'm just thinking, you know, in alignment even with the the messages from the Huga and. That the judge, I saw some of that media and there's something about, you know, our mirror neurons, being able to see other people voice their truth is so powerful. Right. It gives us all that more permission to say, look, we don't have to keep things hidden. We can speak ourselves, speak our truth. And
8: it's just really powerful when other people are given that platform to do that. And after we take a break, I might have something to add about that. All right, let's do it.
0: Let's take a break. We'll be back with more with Dr. Amy and Dr. Jean after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9
8: AM. Um, it's interesting what Jean was saying about um the people say speaking their truth and then empowering others. And I think that's true, but it was so fascinating to me. There's a group of Canadian gymnasts who have experienced the same thing that the U.S. gymnast um, went through. Uh, And there was a post yesterday from a woman that I deeply respect, and she's kind of been the most vocal, articulate voice for the Canadian gymnast group. And she was calling out her fellow gymnasts saying, There are others of you who haven't spoken up yet and so I very respectfully I hope tweeted back and said you know with with deep respect um we need to allow for everybody to do their healing journey in their own time and we do name our spiders so that um, we can, uh, protect other people so that we can be a voice for people who are healing and not ready to speak out, so that responsible adults, meaning us as a society as a whole, can um, enforce consequences for spider behavior. you know, understanding that they were probably harmed, and that's how they turned into a spider in the first place. And so that we can show that we've reclaimed our power and that we're free. But everybody needs to do that in their own time when they're ready.
6: I love it. I love it. I I mean, it's I don't know a single family that doesn't have something where the family is healing from something. And I love to help people understand wherever you've experienced trauma, that's the opportunity for light to shine and that your personal journey is is very personal. But if you can reach out to people like Dr. Amy, like uh, Dr. Jean, if you can reach out and get assistance in finding your voice and sharing your voice even simply for yourself, that this is a powerful, powerful thing in your life. And um, I've gone through a lot of healing and I just want teens to know, it makes you stronger, more compassionate and more able to give and adapt.
0: Hmm. yeah it does makes you you, uh, um it increases your empathy as well because you've you've gotten the crud off the shoes as they say
3: (laughs) getting the crud off the shoes gives you the cred (laughs) get rid of the crud you get the cred
0: (laughs) dr jean
7: well, I, I think about that you know that what it takes that we're all on a different you know path it takes us different time to, to go through our healing journey and sometimes it's e- even being able to listen to it and hear it you know it's a uh, a, a Sorry, my words are not coming. But like slowly coming to consciousness about it, right? So much of what happens in trauma, it goes into the subconscious. It's it does that on purpose, and so allowing it to come slowly, even just listening to stories. You know, being being on the radio right now, I'm just thinking about people who might be listening to this. That that might be one of the easiest ways to just take the first step is to just start hearing other people's stories and allowing yourself to notice what happens for yourself. You don't have to open up the whole box right away, but just starting to pay attention to, well, maybe there is some kind of healing or something that I want to um, allow to bring, to come to more consciousness for myself.
0: You're just not alone. You just have to keep putting that in your head. You're just not alone. That's it.
6: We're not alone. And I, I want to encourage teens to journal. I mean, even if you journal and then later on when you have a fire, you burn it. That's fine. But the process of writing in longhand, Mm -hmm. of writing things down, notice when you hear a story and maybe it brings you to some emotion. Maybe you feel a little tear or maybe you feel angry. Notice that. Write it down and say, wow, why did I get triggered? How interesting.
3: It's true. Don't let the stereotypes uh, boys don't cry and so forth, because uh, yeah. that's that is huge, uh, huge blockage, especially for boys and men, for that matter. But I know we're speaking right. to the teens here. Uh, I had a conversation just yesterday with a gal who wrote a book called Attitudinal Attitude Reconstruction, and uh, we talked about the 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 destructive stereotypes for both men and women boys and girls and yep. uh, and then of course uh, you see like in politics you'll see uh you'll see a guy up at the podium and he'll be railing away oh man he's really passionate about his thing but if a woman gets up there oh my goodness uh, she must be going she must be going crazy You must be hysterical it's like Wait a minute. no, it's it, it, we all have these emotions and we should be allowed to express them you know in in safe and and uh, uh, constructive ways. Uh, but that's yeah. uh, the stereotypes gotta gotta go. Don.
2: Yeah, piggybacking on what Dr. D uh, had said. You have not to isolate, not to carry these things on your own because you feel like I could never bring this out. It won't be accepted. We have to be able to work those things out. Dr. Gabor mate, Uh, It is post in in the after his work as a doctor has been working with, you know, helping people with trauma and he's he in his new book which i'm looking forward to reading the myth of normal he talks about we're all on the spectrum of woundedness somewhere there's there's no mm. there's no there's nobody who's exempt from this and and so we we need to be able to have healthy discourse in our lives about this and not just hide it away because we feel shame or or whatever i totally agree with what the last two two people said
0: nice dr amy
8: I think we've covered it. I don't know that I have a ton to add. I mean, we've said, we've said, treat yourself with compassion, find community, you know, take your time with healing, share your story, you know, slowly first with people you trust and then maybe more broadly that's that's a lot
0: now well that's fantastic because you know we're going to end up with after these messages is gratitude (gasps) yeah so let's listen to who we're supporting in the community for since 2010 all of the commercials here on this community hour is here to support those that serve this community so take notice and we'll be right back We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in
2: every every single Tuesday, Tuesday
0: 9 a.m.
2: This is Don Sanders, and I want to express gratitude for being able to serve the community of Ventura and Santa Barbara doing my therapeutic massage work, Don's donsmassajojai.com. And you can also come and see me in beautiful downtown Ojai, too.
0: Nice. What's uh you want to start off with uh gratitude, Dr. Doc- or uh, Don?
6: You gotta gratitude was it, The gratitude is being
0: able to serve the community.
8: Oh yes, well yes, we already know yes. you do that.
6: Yeah, amazing.
0: <laughs> Absolutely I you amazing. To, well, I'll come back around because we have time. Uh if you th- if you think of a person. Okay, person, place or thing. All right. Dr. Jean Uh, This is Dr. Jean with drgenetherapy.com. and I want
7: to send my gratitude out to Joanna Romo, who's a close friend of mine and she is one of the top people over at Santa Barbara Cal Soap. Uh, You can find her at CalSoapSB.org and they're also on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok and they're actually having a college fair night on November 2nd at 6pm at DP High School.
0: Nice.
3: Thank you so much.
6: Dominique, we've got three big long minutes. I'm going to give a quick gratitude to Richard Ellsworth. He is continuing to help the uh, visually impaired community, the blind community. Um, work, he's going to be working part-time for Santa Barbara Braille Institute and his specialty is teaching life skills and he is moving up to the San Francisco area. So I just want to give a gratitude to Richard for continuing to be involved in our community even though he's temporarily moving out of it for a short while.
0: He's going to chiropractic school. I don't Network know the chiropractic. Big, network chiropractic. What is the big secret? This is exciting <laughs> for everybody on teen sports radio okay i'm excited about it um dr amy what do you got to say
8: uh the first gratitude is i'm grateful for teen sports radio and i'm grateful to be back so um it's just nice to hang out with you on tuesday mornings whatever time people are listening that's right and Um, my other gratitude is for the local community, um, score organization, which is a group of retired business people who mentor small businesses. And my husband is actually the current chair or president. I'm not sure what the term is. And last night they hosted an event for, um, women in business and there were 60 women uh, running all types of businesses, um, who attended. So it was just awesome to have the event. Awesome to meet the women. Awesome to see all the cool businesses that are um, either actually serving the community or getting ready to serve the community. So there you have it. Nice. Woo Doctor G.
3: She already did. Doctor D. Uh, very quickly, I want to give uh, thanks to the folks uh, at Revels for uh, allowing me to participate in this year's uh, concert uh, this December at the Libero. Uh, I have to tell you that uh, the auditions for both uh, singing and acting, whether you get picked or not, it was just a blast, and the people that I'm with uh, are just a lot of fun to uh, to be around. So my hats off to uh, the Revels.
0: Nuts. Yay! I want to thank all the recappers because it's you know it's these kids are navigating so much and. They need to um, manage their their time and, and, and their athletical efforts and everything, and then do the commentating for this show. And I just really appreciate our kids, and um, we're going to get through this. I really do believe that we're blossoming. We're in a huge rem- renaissance here in Santa Barbara. So keep big smiles all week and make somebody happy today, and we'll see you next week. God bless. Nothing's gonna ever bring you down, you're the best of